0: Welcome to the Doctor's Hospital Podcast. I am your host, Alexis Burrows, Marketing Director at Doctors Hospital. Doctors Hospitals Pharmacy introduces a new spin on prescriptions called Pick Up Now, Pay Later. That's right. You can collect your medications first and pay after. How does it work? Step one, submit a prescription online. Step two, select a pickup site. Step three, collect your medication. And step four, pay online within 14 days. For more info, call us at 242-302-4785 or visit us at DoctorsHosp.com. Today, we have two uh, very interesting guests on the podcast. We have um, Ms. Zonya Bain, who is the supervisor of our blood bank and phlebotomy here at Doctor's Hospital. And we have Mr. Brenzel Roll, who is a medical technologist in our blood bank. Um, I'd like to welcome you both to the podcast. How are you doing today? Thank you so much for having us. I'm doing fine. This is Zonya. Okay.
1: Yes, and so, uh, um, is Brenzel a good informative conversation
0: yeah so we have you guys on today obviously we are we're coming to the end of february which is heart health month valentine's day um and one of the things that you know people may think of in line of that when it comes to their health is is blood um blood donation that sort of thing um so i wanted to get you guys on the podcast just to kind of talk to us you know talk to our listeners about you know how the blood bank works um, you know what? What the purpose of donating or or, or receiving donations of blood is in a hospital environment, um, and basically, what are some of the health benefits, if any, of being a regular blood donor? So, I want to open with you know, in a in a hospital setting, what is the the core purpose of the blood bank? So, in in doctor's hospital, why do we have a blood bank? What is it for?
2: Okay. I'm going to answer that one for you. Our doctor's hospital, our blood bank department, is responsible for everything from donor procurement, which is collecting blood from our donors, blood manufacturing, which is processing the blood, mm-hmm. making blood components such as packed cells, plasma, and platelets. We also test all donors for blood transfusion associated diseases such as HIV, hepatitis, HTLV 1 and 2, separs, and along with the entire testing and processing of blood products. We also deal with inpatient and outpatient services. This includes blood grouping, antibody screening, compatibility testing for blood transfusion, and preparations for major and minor surgeries and emergency cases that, impl- that require blood products. Basically, it's everything from collection to processing, manufacturing, testing, all the way to transfusion. Which okay. is- Yes, that's what we do here. At okay. the doctor's
0: that, office. that that manufacturing one is an interesting comment because I know some people may think, well, hey, you guys can make blood. Um, no. It, but I think the way you explained it, it, it makes sense. It's it's that process of making it um, from what you collect, then making it usable in other formats. Correct.
2: Yes, it's from making it we collect a whole unit. Right. So the whole unit com- contains all of these components. Right. And so we make them into the different components. We separate them into the different components. So that's what it
0: is. Okay. So what is the process like to give blood in doctors' hospitals? If I'm, if I'm coming in for the first time as a donor, what can I expect and what does this entire process look like?
1: All right. Um, the donation process consists of completing a questionnaire primarily. Um, following that, we do a brief examination consisting of um, checking your blood pressure, your blood type, your hemoglobin or iron levels and then um, using your questionnaire and your vitals, we make an assessment on your eligibility um, to donate. Um, If all that checks out, um, we then move you along to the donation bed where we um, draw your donation. Um, The donation itself may take about five to 10 minutes, Mm -hmm. but um, due to COVID and our current protocols, um, the entirety may be about 45, and to it's
0: still an hour to okay. um, process the entire uh, donation. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so you mentioned that, that initial process of coming into the hospital space and that sort of thing. I know one of the things that I've seen as a, as a common question um, is, like, why are there so many questions on the blood do- donation form? It, it seems a bit involved. Um, can you explain to our listeners why um, we, we gather so much information about a potential blood donor? Okay. Why are there so many questions?
2: The donation form is a, very, is a very important tool. That questionnaire um, allows us to assess whether the donor is safe or has any risk to disease.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Realistically, we cannot test blood for everything that's out there. So the question help us to filter out some behaviors or some lifestyles mm-hmm. that may be risky and can affect the person um, either donating or the person receiving the blood.
0: Okay. For uh, example, go ahead. Example.
2: Um, there was a time when there was a, there were no, none of these viral infections that we know about now. There was no Zika, there was no Dengue, there was no Chicken gummy or malaria. Now we have COVID.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So as the um, processes change, the viral infections and bacteria um, become become present. Mm-hmm. We then add these things to our question in order to make sure that our blood is safe.
0: Okay. To-
2: Insurance. All right. So that's why the questions are so long. So that's it increases as these these uh, events happen.
0: Okay. Um, so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna reorder our questions just for a quick bit because I think it makes more sense to go into, into number five here. Um, so you mentioned things about you know screening and making sure that, that a donor is eligible. So I guess I have a, a, a two-pronged question. Who is eligible to donate blood? And then more specifically, you know, looking at um, this, the the COVID time that we're in, I've seen questions online from people who ask, you know, if I've previously tested positive for COVID, am I able to, to give blood? Or, you know, if I've taken a vaccine, am I able to give blood? So what, I guess, what kind of answers do you have for those questions in terms of just general eligibility and then specifically how it speaks to COVID?
1: Okay, um. The scope of eligibility is very big. Um, that's why it is important that we have um, such a uh, long uh, questionnaire. The questionnaire helps us to really decide who is eligible. Um, some of the big points um, of our eligibility are somebody asked age. The mm-hmm. age is primarily between 18 and 65. Greater than 65 would require. Um, a doctor's clearance, okay. Of and our, our youngest age would be seventeen, but that would be um, with the consent of a parent. Okay. So are two yes. When it comes to age, mm-hmm. um, things also are weight. Um, you have to be greater than one hundred and ten pounds. Um, one big issue that often comes up are tattoos. Right. Um, you have a lot of misinformation about there about tattoos um you can donate if you have a tattoo but there is a deferral period um uh, and uh that deferral period is um six months since your last tattoo piercings or even acupuncture so any type of needlework mm-hmm. put in a deferral period um just to avoid any uh, uh, mishaps with um unlicensed Places mm-hmm. and diseases can happen when you deal with a lot of renewable work. Right. Uh, one other big thing are is our people who lived in the UK between um, 1980 and 1999. Um, a lot of European people. We defer them indefinitely um, due to um, the mad the outbreak of, of mad cow disease okay. during that period. Um, we don't test. For that, there are no um, serological testings performed for that disease, and that disease can inherently stay in somebody's system over a, a long period of time. So, anybody who lived in that area, um, we defer them indefinitely um, just to assure that our blood supply is kept um, safe. Um, in terms of vaccine, that like you stated, um, Vaccines, there are deferral periods for mostly all vaccines uh, that we take. Mm-hmm. Uh, the deferral period depends on which vaccine you take, whether it be a flu vaccine, a smallpox vaccine, right. uh, malaria vaccines. In the case of COVID, we go through a two-week vaccine, um, two-week vaccine deferral, um, whether that be from your initial um COVID vaccine or any booster. So two weeks after any of the shots, we defer you in case of COVID.
0: Okay, understood. Um, and I think that that makes sense, right? Um, <clears throat> given everything that's going on, that you know, reason to kind of concern yourself with with you know. From the tattoo perspective, because I know you know I, I have friends with tattoos, I understand that that's a question that always comes up. Um, and then the same thing in terms of um, different viral uh, diseases and things like that. You know, kind of just making sure that what what we collect in the space is then safe to turn around and and give to a patient from a number of different perspectives. So that that makes total sense. Um, so just to go back to, to to the previous question. So does does giving blood hurt? Is is this a painful process? Either from you know, the injection to the withdrawal, all of that sort of thing, um, you know, is it a painful process to go through?
2: Okay, so the process itself is basically painless. Um, you feel a small little prick at the beginning, and then you don't feel anything while you're giving the blood. Mm-hmm. So it's, most people have a fair needless, but when they come in and they get that first prick, they said, oh, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> one, yeah, you know. So because of our pair of needles, they must have a big pair of needles, Mm I know for a fact, but it is just just a little prick, no more than I would say like a mosquito bite. That's all you feel at the the initial incision of the needle. That's the only pain that you would feel. Other than that, there's, there's no other pain.
0: Right. Understood. Um, and, you know, obviously doubling back to the question around COVID, I think one of the questions that a lot of people have right now is, you know, with um, with, with COVID still being something that, that we're living with in a, in a day-to-day space, you know, how safe is it to come into the hospital to donate blood?
2: Okay, it is very safe to come into the hospital to donate blood. Currently, we still use all the COVID protocols when we we're interacting with our donors so that we don't expose them and they don't expose us. So the checks, we are checked from the very first time you come into the hospital when you enter the doors. Their temperature is checked at the door. When you come into the donor area, we wear all of the protective, um, personal protective equipment to ensure that we are safe and we make sure that our donors are safe. So we have on our face shields, our masks, our gloves, and then we sanitize. Everything is sanitized and everything is sterile. So it's very safe to come into the hospital
0: to donate you and this COVID time. Okay. Um, so another question that comes up, how often or how frequently can someone give blood? So if I give blood today, when, when in the future can I give blood again safely? All right. Um, theoretically, and in most cases, we can donate every eight weeks,
1: or that's Two months, um, as long as your hemoglobin levels come comes uh, returns to the proper uh, uh, donations donation levels. So every uh, two months you come in, we check your hemoglobin and iron levels again to ensure that it is at a donation par level, and then you'll be able to donate.
0: Okay. Um. Um. Oh, anything to add?
2: Yeah, and, and and also for the safety measure, we also have sanitation stations located throughout the hospital. The hospital. So you have every 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 area of the hospital has the um, hand sanitizers. So it is very safe.
0: Okay, um, so the the last question I have, um, you know, and I'm hoping this is one that we can maybe spend a little bit of time kind of digging through. Um, you know, I've been trying to do some reading online and I don't think I've come to a conclusion that I'm satisfied with. But is it is there any truth to um, the fact that being a, an ongoing or a consistent blood donor has um, health benefits? And if so, what are some of the benefits that that an individual may have from consistently donating blood? All
1: right. Um, to start with the benefits, Um Donation has lots of benefits, um, both for you and others. I know we're thinking primarily of self when we think of uh, the benefits I have. Mm -hmm. Um, When you think of a donation, um, it can lead to the equivalent of saving up to three lives, right, from one donation. From the products that we make, you can save up to three lives. Um, Other benefits include ensuring a healthy community because many people don't realize that the only blood we transfuse comes from everyday people like and you. So every unit of blood we have is only um, prepared from donors who graciously come in and donate their bloods to help people who need um, emergency situations, who need surgical situations, who need um, cancer patients who often need blood, but also um, to ensure that uh, the blood is there to help others. In terms of helping um, yourself, what blood donation does, it actually has a passive effect to boost your immune system, all right? Creating newer and fresher red and white blood cells, which actually protect our bodies um, uh, from infectious diseases. So it has a passive um, health benefits by boosting our bodies and promoting them to create newer, fresher, um, stronger red and white blood cells that circulate and help us and help protect us from uh, disease.
0: Okay. I know one of the things I, I saw somewhere was that it could it potentially help with um, maintaining a healthy weight. Is there any truth to that?
2: Yes, you actually lose one pound, you can actually lose one pound when you get uh, unit of blood. The yeah. of body is made up of mainly
0: water. And how, how often you could give blood?
2: Every two months. Oh, so man. six times a year. So you could do six months just to give you blood.
0: That's, that's not enough, but I mean, it, it's good to know. I mean, I think the, you know, the, the thing for, for, I think our listeners is trying to demystify the whole concept around blood donation, right? So like one of the things you mentioned, um, Zonya, was, you know, the concern around and the fear around needles and that sort of thing. Um, and then some of the other questions and concerns that pop up in terms of like, what if I have a, a tattoo? What if I've gotten a recent vaccination? And I think a, a, a big part of trying to I- encourage people to, to donate is kind of educating them and making sure that, you know, they're aware of, you know, that there are answers to these questions. Um, You know, you you don't have to just kind of sit back and be like, oh, you know, I saw the notice that, you know, doctor's hospital needs blood or PMH needs blood and I have all these questions and then therefore I don't give blood and I don't ask the questions and I move on. I think for us, it's about, you know, having a space to answer some of those questions and then encouraging people, you know, if you still feel like there's something that you have a question about, a concern about, you know, you can feel free to reach out to the blood bank. So one of the things I'd want you guys to do um, it's kind of just let people know how they can get in contact with the blood bank, what are the hours, um, and just kind of, you know, speak to, to, to that space of just, you know, the information around coming into the blood bank to donate blood in terms of when, how, phone numbers, email, contacts, all of that stuff.
2: Okay, the blood bank is open every day except holidays for emergency situations only. So from Monday to Friday, we're open from 9 a.m., and we take our last donor at seven. On Saturday and Sunday we're open from nine AM to three PM. So so there is a I mean, any day you can come in now and donate here. Okay. Our contact
0: numbers are our
2: contact numbers are three oh two four seven five zero. Hello? Okay. Maybe. And currently we are working on an online registration to make it easier for persons to come in and donate. So yeah. the online um, registration would include the questionnaire and mm-hmm. also an appointment time. Okay. So that's that's in the works, that's coming soon. So that would be a great help for persons to who have limited time to come in and put in questions and then that also let us know how many persons we have we are booked for that day.
0: Right. Right, And so that way way we can kind of manage the process a little bit better. Yes. Okay. I mean, that that sounds good. Um, Any other information that you guys want to leave with our listeners about um, Blood Bank? Um, Anything else they can expect? Any other um, questions you can think of that people may have that you may want to speak to before we wrap up?
2: we also offer a blood mobile service a blood drive service if you or your company want to organize a blood drive mm-hmm. we're also open for that you can call us make an appointment um book, a, book a blood drive day um it's usually between, it's usually between monday uh, tuesday and saturday mm-hmm. you can do blood drives. okay um, so it's open to the public any company that wants to donate if you have a relative that that uh works for a certain company and they cannot come into the into the bloodline, we will come to you. So th- there's always a way that we can work around assisting persons who want to donate blood. Remember that there's someone who needs blood every minute of the day. Mm-hmm. Somebody needs blood. And we only get our blood from voluntary donation. We, have, we don't have a blood center in the Bahamas, so all of the blood comes from voluntary donation.
0: All right. All right. Well, thank you so much for your time. Um, thank you both. Again, um, Ms. Zonya Bain, who is the supervisor of the blood bank and phlebotomy, um, and Mr. Brenzel Roll, who is a medical technologist at our blood bank. Thank you so much for your time, um, taking time out of your busy schedule, schedule to talk with us today.
2: Thank you so much for having
0: us. All right, have a great day. All right, you too. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Doctor's Hospital podcast. I'd like to once again thank Ms. Zonya Bain and Mr. Brenzel Rule from our blood bank for joining the show today and talking about all things blood. I'd also like to take this opportunity to encourage our listening audience to become a blood donor today. For more information on our blood bank, you can visit our website at www.doctorshosp.com donate blood, or you can call our blood bank at 302 Our blood bank hours are 9 a.m. to 7 p.m., Monday to Friday, and 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. on Saturdays and Sundays. Remember, the life you save could be your own. And as always, we invite you to like, comment, subscribe, and share the podcast, and we will see you here next time on the Doctor's Hospital podcast.
3: Doctor's Hospital is proud to announce the launch of our infusion center. This center is available for patients in need of IV hydration and nutrition therapy, blood products, long-term antibiotics, and specialized medicines, for a spectrum of diseases across multiple specialties, including rheumatology, dermatology, gastroenterology, and endocrinology. We also provide the latest in therapeutic options for COVID positive patients. Why choose Doctors' Hospital? We provide quality, highly specialized care, with doctor's hospital physicians and trained infusion nurses you can trust. Seamless medication approval through our pharmacy and registration services, a safe and comfortable environment, cost saving benefits with copay waived on medications for insured LAMP members, payment plans for the uninsured, and immediate access to emergency services. We're located at the Ludon Building on Daswell Street, For more information, contact us at 242-302-3323 or email us at infusioncenter at doctorshosp.com. Doctors Hospital, trusted and best care now. Isn't your health worth it?